I'm Joyce, the pack leader here at 99 Walks, and each week I have the unique pleasure of walking and talking with an incredible person who shares their tactical tips, advice, and a bit of their personal journey in this unique format. No, it's not a super polished, professionally produced podcast. It's just a conversation between two people while they are walking that you get to be a part of. So lace up your sneakers and head out the door with us. Hey everyone, Joyce here. Welcome to today's Walk and Talk, where one of my favorite things to do every week is talk to amazing people and women in particular who I meet in the course of my life. And today is no exception. Our guest today is Heidi Jones. Among the many things that Heidi has done and does do, she is the founder of Summit Squad, which is a initiative, a you'll tell us exactly how to call it, on the heels of successfully running all-female events in New York City, all in the fitness space. But I think at the end of the day, what Heidi really is, is a storyteller. But we will talk a little bit about that. So Heidi, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm honored to uh, be in this space with you and everyone and excited to continue to motivate and empower. Thanks for having me. So let's dive right into, because one of the things that I know from Walk and Talks uh, is that 30 minutes goes really fast. And I want to try to stay a little bit on topic today because you and I can talk about all the things. But let's go straight to the Summit Squad. What in the world is it and what inspired you to create it? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, it's a nonprofit, which I'm really proud to have created my first nonprofit. You know, even I, just that I, I, I thought it was. And I, wait, and as I started to say, Summit Squad, I started to say, but I wasn't sure you were, I wasn't sure. So, <laughs> no. yes, thank you. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, we were we were nonprofit tending for a minute. You know, it is still a long wait for people who want to kind of dive into the nonprofit world. It's a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of things you have to do. And, you know, when I first thought about uh, taking the organization that I had, which was really an LLC at the time, and make it a nonprofit in the effort to take in funds easier, um, it was daunting, and I'm sure for anyone who might be listening, whether they are ruminating about starting an endeavor, wanting to start a business, even if it's just an LLC for-profit or a nonprofit, it's daunting. And, you know, to be honest, like, it sat on the back burner of my mind for a long, long time because of the overwhelmment that can be associated with doing something like this. And, you know, it was just a slow process and lots of paperwork and then a massive <laughs> massive waiting game by I think about eight months to finally get the approval for the uh, nonprofit 501c3. So yeah, I shout it from the rooftops and still <laughs> celebrate the fact that I was able to make it happen. But yeah, we are a nonprofit. We basically have created space just as you do on your podcast uh, and in your app, Joyce. We create a safe space for women to share stories about moving their body, about overcoming challenges, just about their life, because I feel like every person who exists has a story to tell, and we can all glean some empowerment from it. And I think it is through stories shared that we all continue to improve in our own lives. And so that's what Summit Squad does. We create epic adventures to take women on, and they 
through those adventures, not only show the power of she by doing just incredible journeys, but then they also share their story. We have our first film coming out documentary in the summer of 2024, and it will be called Summit Squad, and is about three incredible women who have so bravely shared some of the most incredible um, challenges and, and, to be honest, trauma that they've gone through in an effort to, you know, let people know that they're not alone in their own trauma, even if the circumstances look different, that we all go through it together, but they share how they've navigated through it so that maybe their lessons uh, can be learned by others. So let's let's roll it back for a minute. Like that that's a great overview of kind of what your mission is. But the first documentary and sort of the first epic adventure was, and you're going to share a little bit more about what it's all about, but this trip to Kilimanjaro. So yeah. if you would, let me, let me take you back to like, did you wake up one day and think, hey, you know, it'd be really awesome to take a group, a small group of women who have never done anything like this. Let's go climb a mountain and see what happens. Like, <laughs> Right, like, right, like how does someone where, do that? Yeah, like where did it come from, Heidi? Yeah, I mean, it's true, right? Like, you know, ideas that have been fleshed out had to start somewhere. And prior to the pandemic, I had an organization that was dubbed Squad Wide, and it comes out of CrossFit. And basically, I hosted all female meetups all around the five boroughs and it would be women only. We would work out and then we would have a guest speaker come in, someone who could share their story of how did they arrive to where they were so that every woman in the room knew what they had to kind of sidestep or overcome to get to where they knew in a way to leverage the story and be like, this is, you know, th this woman's incredible story is not just reserved for her, but here's how she did it. So when the pandemic happened, obviously in, you know, in-person meets shut down. So I had done that for a few years. I was actually, prior to the pandemic, started to take my little workout show on the road and was going to different <laughs> cities to create different experiences. So when the pandemic really forced us all to live in our own silo for a prolonged period of time and we emerged in January of 2021, I, you know, was kind of like ruminating, well, well, what is the next iteration of this? What does Squad Wad look like as we start to slowly come out of our homes? And I thought about it, and I had never, ever really hiked. I had never certainly climbed a mountain. And I saw on social media someone who was talking about the seven summits, and they are the seven tallest peaks on these seven continents on this planet. And they talked about going to Kilimanjaro, which was in Africa. And I looked it up and I was like, ooh, this is interesting. This is really a walk, Joyce. It's like perfect for your listeners because of the seven tallest peaks on each continent, you know, there are some that are quite, you know, dangerous and require a lot of training like Everest or Denali in Alaska. But Kilimanjaro was really typified as this is a hike. This is something that, yes, you should train. You should be going for long walks. You should be getting on a treadmill with some incline. But it really was a walk or a hike, and you didn't need any other kind of uh, mountaineering experience. So I just reached out to my base, and I said, here's what I want to do. I want to take a handful of women, and I want to take you to Africa, and I want to, 
create an experience where we are going to attempt to summit the tallest mountain uh, on the continent of Africa. And believe it or not, um, or maybe we should believe it, you know, there were uh, probably 15 women or so that not only through my email, but different women that followed me on social media responded and they sent in some videos of why they wanted to be a part of it. And once I got the responses, I went with it. I had nothing built, Joyce, prior to that. I was just like, let me throw this idea out there. Let's see what happens. And once I got the response, I was like, let's go. We're going to just dig in, find out how we do this. I created a GoFundMe, and we basically raised almost $30,000 with a $12,000 infusion of uh, money from post grape nut cereal which was quite unexpected. And, you know, it is really that I don't want to ever portray anything as easy. This was definitely not an easy endeavor that I did, but I believed in it and I worked on it every night and I got great sponsors like GoPro and others, really huge sponsors that wanted to be a part. They, we got outfits and basically climbing gear donated from one of the biggest um, outfitters in the UK and it, it really just came together, which every time that I would get a, yeah, I want to be a part of this, it was just yet another like um, positive reinforcement that this was the right thing to do. But all along the way, I have to tell you, like there were trials and tribulations, you know, the, the morning that I got a, a message from GoFundMe that Post Grape Nuts had put in $12,500, I that morning woke up and was like, oh my God, you know, we're still $17,000 away from the goal. How am I going to do this? I literally woke up that morning like, I'm going to just take out a loan. I'm going to take out a business loan. I'm, I'm not going to let these girls not go to Africa, but like, what do I do? And so, I mean, I like to tell those stories because it looks like, oh, this was so easy. I had an idea to go climb a mountain and we did it. But, you know, <laughs> there were lots of blockers along the way that, you know, through the grace of whatever someone, you know, wants to believe in. Um, you know, I don't think it's all luck. I do think that it's hard work and perseverance and luck um, and faith, you know, and whatever that faith is, whether it's faith in yourself or faith in something that's, you know, other, otherworldly, um, it did come together, but, but it was, it was, it was a trudge. It was my own mountain to get there, but we did do it. It's so interesting that you put it in those terms, right? Because the thing that people have to really recognize about the journey that you all went on of actually climbing Kilimanjaro is not just that experience. It's the metaphor of what that, uh, what overcoming that challenge teaches you. And I, it's really interesting to describe your experience of getting people there as your own mountain. Totally, totally. You know, I, I appreciate now you see a lot of specifically um, women who have huge platforms who they have rewrapped the narrative. You know, the, the narrative that I think we've all leaned on in our lives has been you can do it all, you can have it all. And I don't think there's anything wrong with leaning on that. But I do think that now you see, a, you see some people come out and, and especially women and they say, Actually, you can't have it all. Life is not perfect. Something's got to give. But it is those who can continue to persevere 
that will gain that success on the other side. And that's just been shown in my life over and over and over again. I don't think anything is without roadblocks, but it is, it's absolutely the ones who see the roadblocks and try to figure a way around or through or over that will get to where they want to be. It's just nothing is easy, but it is that challenge that makes this so rewarding. Listen, if everything was so easy, how would we know elation, right? It is like once you like whatever your mountain, whatever your journey, whatever your summit or peak is, um, you know, whether it's navigating a relationship or a boss or a job, you know, when you gain that success, whatever that is, oh, my God, that feeling, it is worth all of the trials and tribulations. At least that's that's kind of how I look at life, uh, because I feel like it helps to celebrate the wins when you've had to kind of, you know, go through the muck a bit. What's always hard about hearing people share that kind of sentiment is when you're in the midst of the muck, right? Because mm. the reality is you don't always get to the other side of it. Sometimes, sometimes things go south. So yeah. I, I, I always think about that. You know, it's like, oh, it's great to be on the other side of a real challenge and reflect on how much I learned. But gosh, when you're in yeah. the midst of it, it sucks. <laughs> it totally does. And you know what? You bring up a good point, Joyce. Success doesn't always mean you realize the summit. So in our case, even when we went there, I said to the girls, listen, success, success is not dictated whether or not we all as a team or one person or no one makes it to the top. The success for this is the journey. And sometimes we, you know, of course, wrap a lot into the outcome. Like, what is the outcome? The outcome is going to be the determination that I crush this. And that's not always in the cards, and for good reason, and for reasons that may be revealed later. I'm a big believer in this, Joyce. When you go through hard times, here's what I do. When I go through hard times, I wrap my arms around whatever that feeling is. And I allow myself to feel sorry for myself. I allow myself to feel sad. I allow myself to feel, you know, oh, life is not fair. And I allow myself that moment. And then I move through it because I know that there's something to learn. And I know this sounds so, oh, you know, you know, oh, you just got the world figured out. I do not have the world figured out. Life is hard. Every day it's a roller coaster. I live in New York City. It couldn't be a more chaotic lifestyle. You walk out onto the streets and the energy is just sucked from you. That's the beauty of this city, but that is also the fallout from living in a place like this. But I do know that there's something to learn from every situation. And if I don't realize my goal, I know, even though it's really hard, and I get really sad, and I'm really, I'm an emotional person, so I feel the feels. But I know that if I didn't get what I thought I wanted, it's because there's something else. And I've just got to pay attention to the signs. I'm going to take the 90 degree, you know, turn off, and I'm going to keep plowing into the next venture. So I think you bring up a good point that, you know, the, in, the outcome is not always what you thought it would be, but I am determined in my belief that it's because it's another path that you're supposed to be on if you just kind of can be open to that possibility. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, it's the metaphor of putting one foot in front of the other and just keep climbing. 
Um, totally. Heidi, are you comfortable sharing some of the stories, since it's going into the film, sharing some of the stories of a couple of the women who joined you? Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I, I'm excited for their stories to come out, and I, I, I would love to share just the, the high level because I also am a big believer in, you know, everyone's story is for them to tell, and, um, but I do want to at least, you know, cue everyone in on, on, you know, the different, different parts of the girls. You know, each of the girls, they were between the ages of 27 and 37, so young women, um, you know, some some just starting out in their careers, others who changing careers, going back to school. Um, one young woman is from the Dominican Republic, and she came to us from an organization called the Out Foundation. And she grew up in the Dominican Republic, which in her words is one of the most homophobic countries. And she was a young girl growing up in a, as she will tell you, in a very patriarchal, you know, society and home. And, um, you know, as she will say, you know, you, you wear dresses and you curl your hair and you let your hair grow long and you're feminine. And, and she didn't associate with those things. And these things were not, you know, how she would have defined herself. But it was very difficult to articulate that as a young girl. Then she got an opportunity at 18 to come to the United States. And that's my dog. And anytime the Amazon delivery is here, Zoe lets me know. Sorry about that. Um, and, and so, you know, she came here as a young girl and, you know, found a different kind of society that um, was more open to there's, there's different versions of being, being female. And so, you know, that was very cathartic. And that was her story going into the client choice. And as we all formed this incredible bond, which you do, living on a mountain for six or seven nights and going through, you know, the, the journey that we did, she actually shared another story that was, you know, another journey of hers, which had to do with some sexual abuse in her home when she was a teenager. And so, you know, it was a really, to me, incredible example of no one is one story. And while these were both, you know, heavy stories and stories, you know, of pain and trauma and heartache, there are also other stories, you know, that she will share of now wanting to be a light for other young women um, who in one, you know, she works in a very male-dominated career and she wants to be a light for that in addition to being a light for the LGBTQIA population um, and so you know that's just one of the girls for example um, you know another young girl from she lives in Chicago now she um, felt very hopeless as a teenager you know and didn't feel like she had a purpose you know which you know breaks your heart because to think that a child will grow up thinking they even need to you know, articulate what is the purpose at 13 years old versus, you know, just continue to be who you are and learn and evolve. But, you know, she, she was yearning for a purpose. Um, you know, and then our third girl, you know, she uh, grew up in Florida and, you know, unfortunately also was a victim of familial abuse and, you know, is an incredible, brilliant young woman who is now 
in Columbia, going to medical school and continuing to evolve into the beautiful girl she is. So, you know, when I share these stories, I, I hesitate to just lead with, you know, what the, the, the overt challenge is, but I know that, you know, we also do need to allow the listeners to understand, you know, where the girls are coming from, but I'm excited for the movie to evolve because they are so much more than just what has happened to them. And that's really the purpose of the documentary is not only does the past not need to own all of us, but we are not our past, right? We are always evolving and, and being, you know, a multi-definitive individual. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of laughs and funny moments and, but also shared trauma so that anyone else who has also gone through you know, some incredible trauma like these young women, uh, they too know, you know, the opportunities that still await them, even through, you know, some traumatic incidents. Um, And I don't know the answer to this, Heidi. Is there a reason that you focused on young women as opposed to women of kind of all ages and all, yeah, a more varied kind of group? Yeah, I love I love that question. You know, I it really was um, kind of a demo that reached out to me, and maybe it was because of the landscape of the the journey, right? Maybe I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, but I would love to have had really a, a, an even broader cross, you know, a range of ages. Um, it just so happened that the women who did reach out were in kind of this. 25 to 40 year old range, which maybe the mountain was a daunting thing for some women to think of. And I would love to, you know, I would love to have had a a 70 year old woman with me, you know, because these journeys are things that all ages can do. And it really does show you the true power that lies within that we all sometimes don't believe we have. So I'm hopeful, uh, and it certainly will be more of an endeavor. I think, you know, this, anytime you launch the first thing, right, people want to see what it is. And then when they see, oh my gosh, they did it, I could do it. I'm hopeful that I will be able to tap into a broader range for the next trip we do to Africa so that we can really show every woman, regardless of age, what they can do. Well, I am, I, I am happy to help with that. But uh, the, other, the other piece of it, though, uh, is one of the lessons I think to be learned, you know, we focus so much around here on community and I know that was a big part of this experience and you just mentioned it, right? How you kind of become together as a really intimate group through this experience. And one of the things that I think is really beautiful to see is when you have a diversity of ages come together, right? So the 27 year old realizes that she has more in common with the 57-year-old than she thought she did. There's a whole nother level of connection and community that we can build. Totally. And also, in addition to that, not only just something in common, but like I think that regardless of age, there's so much to learn from each other, right? And I know that right, yeah. that is why you have this platform. You know, we know elders can teach us so much, but also people, young people, Gen Z, you know, they can teach 
you know, baby boomers things as well. Like the world is evolving and changing and it, and it has done so, you know, with great innovation and, and great efficiency for all of our lives. And it's supposed to do that. And I just think that, yes, to your point, like there's so much that we all have in common that we didn't realize. We just don't maybe take the time uh, to find that out. But also we have so much to gain from insight from each other. No question. So, yes, I am. I'm going to lean on your help for my next trip, Joyce, and we're going to get an incredible cross-section. <laughs> and why a mountain? <laughs> yeah, yeah and you know, sort of what I, what I mean by that, right? Like, and when, you, when you launched into this project, were you, were you consciously thinking this experience of climbing a mountain together? this experience of reaching the summit of something like did you have the name from the beginning or was it did it kind of grow more organically no i did it was a very calculated decision because you know i had what i called squad wad which were basically these all-female workouts that we were doing and it was my effort to expose women to what it's like to hold a barbell and do empowering movements that are more genuinely associated with men and and it did everything I wanted it to do. It really showed women the, the pure power that lies within. And when I reemerged, you know, as we all did after the pandemic, I, you know, thought, well, what would be the next? You know, I, I trained runners for marathons. We've done that. And that's a very empowering endeavor as well. Even a 5K, if you've never run before, to me, is an empowering endeavor. So I'd been through, you know, challenging women and running. I had been through challenging women to get in the gym and, hold a barbell and do different kinds of exercises. And I just really kind of stumbled across, you know, this idea of, of doing Kilimanjaro. And I decided to kind of, that's when I decided to rename Squad Wad into Summit Squad. And I literally just went on GoDaddy, you know, bought a URL. And then I went into, let, let me make this a nonprofit. And I want to do this. I want to continue to do this. The first event was so successful. We were not a nonprofit when I took the girls to Africa last year, but it was so formative, Joyce. I can't even put it into words how formative, even for me, for my own personal pursuit, much less to witness the girls. I was like, I don't want this to just stop here. I want to create more endeavors and I want to show women what's possible. And to your point, it's such an your maybe idea to help to empower women but boy I tell you you know it is to me one of the biggest examples of climb that mountain right it's the greatest metaphor in life and remember Joyce and this is my big thing about summit squad it's not about always reaching the summit because we're not going to always reach the summit there's going to be a lot of things that happen at, on that journey and it's just doing the journey itself to me that's the win. You know, and even our partners, we had huge partners that helped us. I remember speaking with one of the uh, clothing partners, Fjell Robin, they're out of Sweden. And she says to me, and, and this is a huge company, and she says to me, I'd like to know your definition of success for the journey. And I thought, what an interesting question. But I knew what the answer was. And I said, our success is just having the women head to Africa and begin day one, hike one. It is not about getting to the top. I hope we all make it. But if we don't, that is not a failure. And she said, I'm in. 
And I'll never forget <laughs> that. And I thought those are the people I want to work with because to your point earlier, the journey is, is not about the outcome. It's just about the journey itself. I think actually that's a perfect place to leave this conversation, right? Because that's, yeah. that's the message. That's the, that's the yeah. thing. Um, so yeah. Heidi, if people want to learn more about Summit Squad and you, and if they want to follow, so the film won't be out for many, many months. So if people want to sort of follow along the journey, uh, and of course we'll share it next summer. Uh, I will share it. We will yeah. share it, all the things. But if people want to kind of follow, no pun intended, follow the journey from here to there, where is the best yes. place to connect with you and the work you're doing? Well, easily, easily on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, it is the underscore summit squad. So that's the first place. My Instagram is training with Heidi and we have our website summitsquad.org. We will continue to update the journey. We still have some hometown shoots for the girls. We're going to the Dominican Republic this month. And then we're going to North Carolina in November. And then we'll go to the edit suite. And then we will start dripping out, you know, kind of how the film is coming together. And I would love for any of your listeners to connect with me if they too would love an opportunity like this, because we are certainly going to be gearing up to uh, start to build out our next trip to Africa sometime next summer or early fall. So I would love to, you know, put that out there for anyone who never thought about this, but is now <laughs> is now going to be ruminating hopefully on what is possible for their journey. So you can reach me at any of those. Oh, I love it so much. Thank you for the work that you're doing and thank you for taking a few minutes with us today. Honored to be with you, Joyce. Thanks so much. All right, we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us for today's Walk and Talk. Catch new episodes featuring inspiring guests every week and all the places podcasts live. Until then, I wish you happy trails.